Live from Appleton, Wisconsin, it's APTV. Welcome to APTV, episode 514 for Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. This week we have banter, news, updates, a trip to Ohio for Brian, the newest Twisby, a new item for vacuumatic repairs, Karen Dash Inc., Exacompta Index Cards, a contest winner, a new contest, plus nothing that we can talk about that's coming soon. Is that true? I think so. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Brian, are you going to tell me a joke? I, I live I, for I that. Know you do. I do. Uh, why don't, I don't know. skeletons go trick-or-treating? I don't know. They, don't, they have no body to go with. <laughs> That's cute. That's actually cute. Oh, my God. I laughed at a joke. Today is, uh, as, we, as we film this, today is actually Halloween. So, and we got like what four inches of snow. We got an early Christmas present. Holy yes, we got cow, like, and it's still coming down. I am not had mentally. to brush off the car. I don't, didn't have the extra um, snow brush uh, that I normally keep outside the back door, so I had to. We are not prepared yeah, for this, people. So. But it's Halloween, and I have a Halloween pen. Oh, funky! For today, okay. Um, this is a Parker forty-five in the hard to find. Orange color. That is... Isn't that cool? Pumpkin orange. And That's great. And it has a stub nib, which is super cool. So I inked hard it today. To it's very hard to find the orange, okay. yes. Right. Um, so that's my, that's my pen for the day. Speaking of Halloween, I, I would like to publicly apologize to you. Why is that? You bought candy? Oh, God, no. Oh, thank God. Um, no, we never got that like 20-foot tall skeleton that you really, Every really wanted. Every year. <laughs> Every year this happens. I want this 20-foot tall skeleton. I want it in the front yard. Shoots me down every time. Well, and we were going to Target to pick something up. We saw somebody um, had two of them. Yes. Flanking yeah. like their columns in their house. And I want one that peers out over the top of the house from the back. Well, you'd have to. Good luck with that. We can, we can work on it. <laughs> anyway. We have a two-story house that's very, with a very steep roof. I mean, that's. That's up we'll there. figure it out. We'll figure All it right, out. Anyway. next year. And next year. Tomorrow, Friday, November third, 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 the third of November. It's a new day. Is Fountain Pen Day. Um, <laughs> watch your email for our Fountain Pen Day mailer. Uh, sign up for a mailer any page at andersonpens.com. We're gonna have some specials. Uh, Lots of I specials. I actually don't even remember what the specials are. We talked about them like a month ago. Uh, and uh, I think either Eric or I have gotten so, someone, you. Someone or needs to get me the list. list. Someone needs so to get me the list the soon. Price adjustments. Um, but I know there are some uh, there are some some good deals going on there for Fountain Pen Day. Uh, you can take advantage of those. Sign up for the mailer, and you'll get the notice. Very cool. Uh, Sunday, November fifth, is the end of daylight savings. So it's spring ahead, fall back. We gain an hour. I am so excited about that. Um, ends at two a.m. on Sunday, and Enjoy the extra sleep. Brian will have just come just back, come back from Ohio. We're going to talk about that in a minute. So you are going to need that extra sleep. Um, and that also means that when we leave work at 530, it's dark. Yeah. It is dark I when, hate you that. Leave, when you leave work. So. Uh, Tuesday, November 7th is the U.S. General Election Day and International Merlot Day. Nice. Uh, enjoy a glass of wine after casting your vote. We have some new... Experienced pens today. You know, we. You, should, to, you should just never leave me alone. In the I, store. Should I, never. Never, I should never. Um, <laughs> we tend to be. The, 
consignment and, and vintage pens for us tends to be really kind of a roller coaster because you never know when uh, someone's going to want to um, downsize their pen collection or there's a, a an estate that needs to be handled or um, like Brian's going to Columbus and, and it's a total crapshoot what he comes back <clears throat> with. Sometimes it's way more than a little, you know, exaggerating, fit in the car, and other times it's like, oh, I got a bag of pens. Yeah. You just never know. It has been... It's been nonstop for the last yeah. couple of months. So it's either feast or famine, um, and it's definitely been feast time for um, experienced pens. So this is uh, these are all modern. Um, uh, mostly. Yeah, there's, there's one vintage pen here, one vintage Esterbrook. Uh, I'm not going to talk about them all. Uh, I've picked a, a number of highlights here, and I'm just going to kind of briefly go through them. These should be up on the website um, well, they're getting photographed and they should be up on the website by the end of the week. Um, there's some cool stuff here. Vanishing point, Crimson Sunrise. Crimson Sunrise. 2017 couple... limited edition. And the, all these pens have been used. So these are, these are not new old stock. They're not inked, or, but uh, they've all been inked. They've all been inked. Yes. They've been clean. They're all in excellent condition. Very, very well taken care of. Yes. Um, this was, um, a local user who we know personally, yep, yep. and he the pens are all in so, great this shape. Is, this is the only one that's going to come with a box. The rest of these do not come with boxes. This is box, all papers, the whole ball of wax. Um, so if you've been looking for the Crimson Sunrise um, to add to your collection, we, we do have one. Uh, the next one's a little bit of an unusual, uh, unusual piece. Uh, this is a Pelican M800 Golf. Uh, if you're a golf fan... Not only do we have the fountain pen, we actually have the, the matching ballpoint. ballpoint pen. So this is being sold as a set. But it's M800. It's green. Green ink window. It's got that lovely two-tone uh, nib on there. What size is the nib? Uh, the nib is uh, medium. So these nibs are mostly mediums uh, mediums and some broads. Cool. But uh, really, re really interesting uh, M800. Um, that's cool. Uh, Franklin Christoph, we got a Model 02, harkens back to the days of our own uh, special yep. edition 02. But this is kind of a cool, I don't know the name of this pattern, I just call it Black uh, Sparkle. Um, it's got a little bit of sparkle pattern to it. I always loved the 02 because it had a yeah. slightly tapered barrel so and that it, it posted it really posts, well. Yeah, it posts kind of short. I mean, not short, but it posts, it doesn't post absurdly long like right. a lot of pens do. So, uh, nice, nice uh, 02. Uh, the next one, I'm not particularly sure about uh, which model this is, but this is the Groff. Von Faber-Castell, um, this is a nice black with uh, this kind of this gunmetal, rough gunmetal trim. Um, and uh, That's fun. It's, it's definitely... Um, it, it, it looks cool. It looks yeah. used. Um, and, and I'm pretty sure that the intent on that cap was that it's it's going to scuff up and it's going to... Sort of like the um, Kaweco, the stonewash, the, the blue the, and the black. Yeah, they yeah, do the, yeah. the um, wear and tear for you. Yeah. But... Nice pen. So nice pen. This one's got a, uh, a two-tone, uh, eighteen-carat broad nib on it. Nice sterling silver section. Um, really kind of a cool. If you're looking for a, a graph, that's kind of cool. And just an interesting, different. Look. Yeah, it's different. It's it different. doesn't look like everything else out there. Uh, Pelican M205. What Star is this? The Ruby. Star Ruby uh, special edition. Uh, From just a couple years steel ago. Steel nib, of course. Uh, this is one of the better ones. This is a pretty this one. This is one of the better uh, special edition M200. I saw I that in the in the tray and picked it up. Yeah, I, it's... I, I don't uh, think it's coming home with me, but it's really pretty. It's nice. It's nice. Um, 
This is this is kind of I, I would I would call this semi modern. This is this is bridging the gap. I mean, I guess now we're in 2023, so this almost could be considered vintage at this point. But uh, an older Waterman uh, wood um, friction fit cap, but it's got you know a nice 14 karat gold nib. Um, it's a nice pen. It's 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 it is a nice pen. Yeah, yeah, real nice. Um, I also have another one uh, in your classic black and gold. Why am I talking about a kind of a boring black and gold pen? It's classic. Look at this nib. It's monster. Um, it's, what is this, a stub? This is a broad stub. It, it's outrageous. Just outrageous. It's a shovel. We could use it outside. We could use it outside, yeah. Um, here's another one. Uh, classic, real classic. Black with rhodium trim. Omos Ojiva. Um, this is the real deal. The real Omos. Uh, a nice, what is this, a broad nib? Yep. A really, really nice broad gold nib. Uh, now for something completely, completely different. This is fun. This is kind of this is kind of a collector's item here. I think this was a limited edition of 300 pieces, the Retro 51. Is this the Space Invaders? Space Invaders. Uh, I was a big fan of Space Invaders as a kid. Uh, I'm kind of surprised I don't really want to keep this, but uh, that's all right. It's got the Retro 51. We got the stub nib on this one, looks like. Very cool. So uh, if, you're, if you're a Retro fan and you didn't get this one, it was a limited. Uh, there it is. And no box on that. No box on any of these except yep. for the Crimson, yeah. Uh, and last but not least uh, um, that we're going to show today, uh, a Leonardo. I believe this is a Memento Zero. Not 100% sure. Um, but it's it, it's fitting for the day It's as it's Halloween today. Um, uh, and kind of an orange striped it's celluloid. Fun. It's pretty, uh, very pretty. Gold-plated steel, number six, Yovo nib. But uh, if you want a, a Leonardo for, for not a lot of money, there it is. Uh, and then there are a bunch of other pens. Uh, like I say, these are going up uh, as soon as we can get them photographed, uh, probably by Friday. It might even be up by Thursday. If there's one of those that peaks your interest, give us a call, uh, and, uh, and we can talk you through it. That'll be great. So... Uh, I'm going to go to the Ohio Pen Show. You are. As this airs, I am on the road. And I am stuck walking to work every day. You are not stuck walking to work. <laughs> I can drive the Corvette? You can drive the Corvette. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can ride your bike. You can. I can, yes. Dave can pick you up. No. Garrett can pick uh, me up. I am going to be good. in Ohio at the Columbus, Ohio Pen Show yes. uh, Thursday, Friday, and part of Saturday. So I should be getting in uh, today, Thursday. Uh, probably in the, the, the early to mid afternoon, depends on how, how early I left this morning. Um, we'll see what that is. Um, auction Thursday night, you can count on me being there, um, Friday, and then I'm going to leave Saturday, probably early afternoon. What's our number one rule number about one attending rule? an auction at a pen show? Don't drink and bid. Don't drink Don't and drink bid. Don't drink and bid. Yeah. yeah. Don't, Don't drink a lot and bid. Yeah. Don't drink a lot. You number one. But yeah, but, uh, no, because then a, you end up buying weird things and trying to outbid people you shouldn't try well, to outbid. Well, that's, that's going to happen anyway, I guess. I know, um, I, I'm excited. This year there's actually an auction. So <clears throat> last year, of course, if you weren't, if you don't remember, uh, they did they didn't actually do a live auction. They did kind of a weird silent auction thing, uh, and uh, I, I just I decided I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna take part in that. Yeah. Um, so you're excited it was, about it was, this one. It was, too, it was too hard to bid. It was complicated. It was complicated, yeah. and I didn't want – there was a possibility you could win literally everything you bid on. And you had no way to know. You had no way to know. It was just, so this you know, is so better. This is, this is the, the, the regular, old-fashioned way. Yep. Um, get up front. Here's the item. Boom, boom, done. 
Um, it'll the be, 90 some lots. It'll so be far. weird for you to be there. And usually in Columbus, I would help at the auction. So yeah. I won't be there to chastise yeah. you. I don't know if they'll give me, they'll give me the same number. I usually get auction bidder number one. Yeah. But the nice thing is, is if you're not there, if they give me, if Ben gives me number one, I can leave right away. Right. So right. Um, <clears throat> there's some good stuff in that auction. I think, I think there's going to be, uh, okay. there's some good stuff. <clears throat> so, Let's talk about pen shows. Okay. What is a pen show and how do you survive and how do you get the most out of your experience <clears throat> if you've never been or if you've only been to one or two? Um, I know many people in the pen community are very outgoing, but many are introverts. And so how do you, how do you make the most of that? Well, if, um, <clears throat> if, if you haven't watched all our podcasts about, you know, five, six years ago, like every other podcast was coming back or going to a show because right. we did we did so many shows yes we um, did. <clears throat> so um you know it's there are what are there now 14 15 pen shows uh in the u.s uh throughout the year mostly i don't think there's any in december still correct so january through november uh about one at least one a month um a big just a big gathering of uh like-minded like-minded individuals yep um uh Pretty much, you know, tables are tables are sold to to vendors, but they're they're vendors, but they're also collectors, people who want to sell. Many know, of them. Many of them, you know, sometimes they're, they're retired folks who are, you know. Yep. But a lot of these people have been doing the shows for a lot longer than we've been doing the shows. Um, you know, maybe they don't do every show, but I mean, some of these guys have been doing shows since the eighties. And the each pen show has kind of a, a vibe or a, a personality. Columbus is definitely a little more vintage heavy than some of the other shows out there. So if you are interested in a vintage pen, I mean, there are other people who will be selling modern pens. Oh, there's going to be lots of modern There'll be lots of modern Everything pens Everything soup to nuts, but Ohio has historically been a little more vintage heavy. So this is a great yeah. opportunity yeah. to just see and hold some vintage pens maybe you've only ever read about or seen online, um, seen mentioned on forums. And so this is your chance to go and actually hold it and talk to people, ask questions. I won't touch them. Did you see that? I was good. Yes, I saw that. Before the podcast, Brian's like, okay, there are others. Don't touch them. So I was going to reach for a vintage pen and I didn't. So I get brownie points. For so that. yeah, and, and, and don't, and, and, and like, like we said, there, Columbus, there will be, there, there could be plenty of modern pens. There'll yes. be plenty of them. But it, it's actually, Columbus is, if you put shows into three tiers, the big shows, the small shows, the little local regional things, um, and then kind of mid-tier. Columbus is kind of like, it, I think for me, it bridges that gap between, you know, the L.A. and the D.C. Uh, and, you know, the kind of the rest. Right. You know, it, it, it's a pretty, pretty big show, but it's not, it's not L.A. D.C. size. And it's, not, it, it's really very friendly. Um, yeah. Terry Mayhorter, who <clears throat> organizes the show, is amazing. He's a great guy. And it's really well organized. It's very well planned out. There are classes for attendees, if you want to go and, and watch a class or, or participate in a class, um, they feed you. Um, there used to be, I don't know what they're doing now, but a pizza party and a dessert party. Yep, yep. And there was something else. They always have coffee there's in the a, morning. There's a wine and cheese party. Wine and cheese on party. Thursdays, but so yeah. um, lots, of, lots of things to do. Um, and, and the beautiful thing is you don't have to do 
anything you don't want to do. So if you want to go sit in on a class, you can. If you want to go to the pizza party, you can. If you don't want to take a class, you don't have to. My recommendation usually, and they they usually sell tickets, entrance. Um, you can get them by the day or you can buy the weekend pass. Now, if you, if you only have one day to go, then you, know, that's, you don't have a choice. But uh, if you have an option to go early, I always say earlier is better. Now, yes. on the first day of the show, Thursday, and people are actually getting in Wednesday. And there, there's, nothing, so, there's nothing going on on Wednesday, so don't get there Wednesday. But people who are traveling will get there Wednesday. And, and you will actually, you'll actually see people in the bar on Wednesday night. Yes. You know flipping through pen binders. But Thursday, really pretty low-key. Yes. There's not a lot of stuff going on. But sometimes on Thursday, that's the day when deals are made. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes you'll see. It's not uncommon for on a Thursday for there to be an estate right. that just sets up on a table. There's a feeding frenzy. And then by the end of the day, that's gone. Right. Um, Friday, more people are getting set up. Yes. That's when um, Thursday was was always a crapshoot as to who was there. Um, yeah. I don't even think a couple years ago, pre-COVID, did they even open the big ballroom until Friday, or was it yeah, only it was the usually old the hotel small, was just it was a the small, small ballroom? Room. Yeah. So not yeah. everybody's even there on Thursday. Yeah. Friday, yeah. it's busier, but still, there's enough. Um, freedom and and free time to actually talk to people. Saturday gets busy. Saturday, if you are um, a table holder and you are selling, whether you're a retailer or just letting some pens go from your collection, Saturday's busy. And you don't have a lot of time to have a whole heart-to-heart conversation. It's it's much more transactional. So if you can go on Friday or Friday's, Sunday. Friday Friday's the best day. You know, Sunday Sunday you got people leaving early. Yes, Sometimes people catch leave, a flight. leave on Saturday night. Friday's really the best day. Now that does qualify as the weekend trader. So it's right. it, you know your weekend trader passes. I don't remember what it is, fifty bucks or something like that. It's well worth it. It's well worth it. Um, I know if you don't have a huge budget. You know, sometimes that's that that's a that's a lot of money, but um, it's it's well worth it because you could you know especially if you're if you're looking for something if you're looking for something rare if you're a vintage collector, um, there's less people in the room. There's a better chance of you being able to to look through everything a lot easier. There's Mm -hmm. less bustle. It's it's the way to go. So go early. That's my long and short of that. The other thing is when you are done in the ballroom, um, don't just go to your room. Go to the bar. Even if you don't drink, go to the bar. Just go to the bar. There's always somebody there. Um, you hang out in the lounge, in the yeah, lobby. Yeah, in, in the lounge or the lobby. You will find other people tucked away in, in corners on the couches. Yeah. If there's a place to sit, there will be pen people showing yeah. off their collection, showing off what they just bought, asking for advice, just sharing and it's it's really a great thing. Yeah, I usually so, do. I usually do a couple laps around the room, because every time you go around, because the, the, it, it's really interesting the way the way it, it, it ends up working. You know, I buy pens from you. I sell them to this guy over here, and then like everybody's table changes throughout right. the day. So if you make one lap and don't go back, oh, you'll miss you'll, you'll miss out on bunch. something because the next time around, somebody's brought made a deal in advance and brought a box of pens for, for this other person. And, and now they've got a hundred more pens more on their pen, pens. Right. And then, you know, I come right. along and one time I bought out 
a couple of years ago in Columbus, it was last year, I bought off, I, I bought out on a Friday, most of one okay. table. Yeah. And then I came around an hour later and I was shocked to find they actually had filled More in stuff. all the spots right. that I, I put in. So go and around a couple of times and then, and then I'll go out and sit in the, in the lounge and I'll just relax. Yes. Because it, it it's, be it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of talking. You're peopled out. Yeah, yeah. peopled out. The other thing is that um, whether you are brand new to pen shows or experienced, I mean, we did over a hundred and some odd pen shows in eight years. Um, Every time you walk through, you will see something else. And you have been at this table and you have looked at these trays and he's only got four trays and, and you looked at everything. And then you go by and you come back, you go eat lunch, you come back. There's something you didn't see. And they may not have added anything. It's just, it's visually overwhelming yeah. and your brain just kind of says, okay, I'm done. Or you learned something. Yes. You, 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 you went by, you saw this table, you went to the next table and then you, you saw a really cool pen you didn't know about. You talked to, talked to the, the owner and they tell you all about it. And then you go back to the other table and oh, lo and behold, he's got one too. Right, right. So, so it's, definitely <clears throat> if you get overwhelmed and a lot of people do the first time you go to a show, make a lap and then go get some coffee yeah. or just go get some fresh air and then come back and do it again or do two aisles. Um, and then take, take a, a break. Take a notebook. Take a take pocket a, notebook. Yes. And the um, other best <clears throat> advice is comfortable shoes. I promise you no one is going to be impressed by what you wear. <laughs> so no. be comfortable. Try to not bring big bulky backpacks or giant purses, especially if you're going to be there on Friday or on Saturday, Saturday because yeah. you will be bumping into people. Um and um, stay hydrated. You're going to be talking a lot. You're going to be drooling over the pens. Um, so bring water or get water there. Uh, but just ask a lot of questions and, and make some friends. And then the other thing is, I, I don't know if they're doing it in Columbus. I didn't actually look at the website. But often after hours, after the show closes, there will be people in the bar just gathering and, and playing musical pens and letting everybody try their new pens or, or talking about just... This kind of informal gathering. Yes, it always yes. Happens. Is this pool safe for diving? It deepens. Just in the new Twisby Eco Tea Rosso. What's so funny? Nothing. I'm just happy. I'm happy to be here. You can't wait to leave. I can't wait to leave. <laughs> um, really pretty. This is a regular color, so this is not limited. So relax. Um, really a bright rosy red. This is not like fire engine red. Pretty. Yeah, let it's me, a, let me it's pull a Brian. it's a very distinct <laughs> distinct red. Yeah, very. It's it's a, yeah. a rosy red. Very pretty. I like it a lot. Um, the Eco T has the uh, slightly triangular it's grip really, section. It's, it's really, really minimal. Yeah. I, I, I think it's like over over talked over-hyped. about, overhyped. All right. Um, you know the, the 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 piston knob and the top of the cap are triangulated. That's cool. And, instead of the the standard Eco cap, but the, it, while it does have, you can see it. It's not it's not like a Lamy Safari. Or right. Star. Right. Yeah. It's right. Not, that, not that extreme. Shipping started this week, and we only have a few left, and these may be sold out by the time that the podcast 
excuse me, heirs. Um, but we, we will be getting more. Yeah, just sign up for back in stock yep. if the Nibby one is not in stock. Uh, speaking of Lamy. Speaking of Lamy. Um, so this is kind of a funny story. I actually ordered these ages ago and they never came ever. I don't know what happened. I think I had these in Chicago. You never had these. I guarantee you, you never. Sure? I am so positive I because I ordered for you <laughs> and, and I never got them and I ordered them and I ordered them and they, I, I finally, I, I gave up trying to order them because they never, they never came. I don't know what the deal was, um, but I ordered them again Okay. and they came. And so, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Lamy Cursive Nib. Here, let me um, hold that. I hate that. Uh, I know you do, so I do it. Um, this, is, uh, this, of course, is a, is a loose nib. It's a replacement nib, and um, it is available on black only. Uh, and it is, uh, if, I, if I can quote the website, is designed for flowing handwriting and with specialty needs such as kanji, Sanskrit, San Sanskrit Arabic scripts, and others. Uh, it is, uh, has rounded ends in grind create sort of an architect line. So it has actually very long, um, you'll notice it when you look at it, it's got very long tines. Um, they're very narrow. Um, it's not flexible, but no. it's... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's really it an interesting design. So we'll... Um, uh, we'll uh, kudos to Lamy for um, doing something so interesting. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll uh, put it on a pen and do a little yeah. quick, uh, quick run through of it at some point here. So uh, those are in stock, uh, ready to go. Put it you on your Lamy. These. these are cool. Safari, your all-star, your studio. Okay. Oh, there it is. Uh, next up. Okay. This is kind of weird. This is all you. This is kind of weird. weird. Um, I, I knew of this existence. So we, we, uh, we have a new repair product, uh, Anderson Penn's Vacuumatic Diaphragm Lubricant. So if you are familiar with the old Parker Vacuumatic manuals, one of the steps in repairing the Parker Vacuumatic, they show, is to apply Vacuumatic Diaphragm Lubricant to the diaphragm before putting it into the barrel. Um, I've called hogwash on that uh, particular step for many years. Uh, and the purpose of it is simply to ease the filling unit in so you don't bind the diaphragm okay. when, you, when you screw it down because you have, to, you have, you have uh, essentially an acrylic or a celluloid barrel. You've got a latex sac and you're twisting it. And so you don't want to bind it and get it all mucked up. Usually you can get by doing other means. Um, but... But I finally decided I was going to try this. Okay. Night and day. Oh my goodness! I will never, I will never do another vacuumatic repair without using this. And, it, and it's a, it's kind of a. It, I don't want to say it, I don't want to say it's a, it's a silly thing, but it'll make your life. It's a life changer. It really is. Um, you apply a little bit of this on the the front and back end of the the diaphragm when it's in the filling unit before you put it into the barrel and it just makes it so that it, the, the, the diaphragm doesn't, it just, it goes in so easy. Okay. Uh, it's a lubricant. It, it makes it so it doesn't bind up on the, on the barrel. You know that when you tighten it down, the diaphragm's in, in, in the correct position. Uh, it, it is literally, unless you do a ton of vax, uh, it is a lifetime supply. And it comes in the same bottle that we use for our shellac. And it's got the little brush on it. Yep. Um, we'll do a quick little a video at some point coming up here soon about that. Um, Keep but Justin busy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it was one of those things I said, well, I, I'm just going to try it. And I did. And I was like, you, you've got to be, I can't believe, I can't believe I've not Mind been doing this blown. all this time. So cool. uh, there it is. It's now available. Why did the birds attack the dog? He was purebred.
working on spotlighting things that maybe we don't talk about quite as much. And so Karen Dash ink. Number one, I wish they'd improve the box. You don't like the box? The box is oh, cool, yeah. except when you it's, pick it up from the top. If you pick it up from the top, it's yes, not yes, closed. Yeah, yeah. So we've had lots of people, you know, drop it yeah. or almost Yeah, it used to happen it. a lot of pen shows. Yes. Yeah. But, but the, the rest of the design, I think, is really great. The rest of it's really great. So here's, it fits perfectly in here. Um, this is the coolest bottle. It's already tilted. It's already tilted so that when you get low on the ink, it's easier to refill your pen. Um, yeah. It's also an absolutely gorgeous bottle. You've got the beautiful silver cap. It's, it's nice, it's thick glass. The cap it's, is big. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome because I yeah. hate tight little plastic like caps. The Orochizuka cap, love the bottle. Hate The cap has got to yeah. go. Yeah, so the this is nice is just... and, and significant. Yeah. Um, easy to turn. But it's just absolutely, I call That's it cool. jewelry for your That's desk. Unique. Absolutely beautiful. The colors are really, really pretty. Um, so here we've got uh, the vibrant green, and then I've got divine pink. But just yeah. really a beautiful bottle, gorgeous ink, uh, well-behaved, cleans out well, um, good flow. There's, there's absolutely nothing that's going to cause a problem for you. There's no shimmer, so yeah, no. just really gorgeous colors. 50 mil bottle, made in Switzerland. Um, yep, so. there you go. Great. What else we got? We also have Exacompta index cards. Now, many of you who've been using Exacompta things for a long time may remember that the uh, index cards only came in a four-pack <laughs> of colors yeah. for the longest, longest time. Longest time. And... While they were great for fountain pens, they were you don't always want yellow, yellow blue, pink, and green. Yeah, I think off yeah. the top you of my head. You don't always want that. And so now we have, we've had these for a couple years. Now you can also get them in lined graph or blank in white. I, I don't. I, I'm just gonna take a stab here and <gasps> say we're we're partly responsible for these actually being available in the U.S. Yes. Because they were available in France and we, we we were kind of alerted to it and somebody wanted it. And so we ordered like a ridiculous Bunch. number, a ridiculous number of them and they sold out and then they came to the we U.S. and then, then they jacked the price up, unfortunately. Yeah, they did. Uh, they're still, they're still affordable. It's I mean, this, a, you know, it's, it's still a good still deal, but they were like, we were dirt cheap. Yeah. They, were, they were silly cheap before. Um, but, uh, but if you want um, an index card that is, Good for fountain pens, as opposed to, I mean, you can go and get cheap index yeah, cards anywhere, Staples, Office Depot, but there you get some feathering yeah, and sometimes yeah. some bleed through. These are way better. So these are what, acid-free, 205? 205. 205, not just 200, 205 gram uh, card stock, 100 cards per pack. Yeah, just um, really, really nice. And they come in a nice little box. Yeah, nice little box. So there you go. We had a contest last APTV. We have a contest, I think, every week. We do. We do. Well, most weeks. What is your favorite vintage pen and why? Or why don't you do vintage? So. Okay. All right. Johnny Montalvo says, as much as I love vintage Schaefer's, my favorite vintage pen is the Pelican 400NN, oh. especially in brown. It's also really nice that you can swap the 400NN nibs into modern Pelicans. I love that consistency. Yeah, never changed. Love it. Yep. Love it. Um, 
Yeah, Schaefer's. That was my first. Believe it or not, I started collecting Schaefer's before I started collecting anything else. Before Esterbrook? Yeah, pretty much. Really? Speedbird says, my favorite vintage pen is a Mont Blanc, my only Mont Blanc. It's really unusual. It's made of macrolon and has a semi-hooded nib and a snap cap. It writes like a dream. You sure that's not a Lamy? <laughs> wow, I'd like to see that. What is, which one that is, is that? That is cool. Me, I don't know. Tell me which We're one that is. We're going to have to Google is. it. Yeah. Um, Wayne Bosma says, I have a few vintage pens that I love. Probably my favorite is my Parker Vacumatic. I like the way it feels in my hand, the way that it writes, and I like the push-button filling mechanism. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Melanie Botel says, my favorite vintage pen to me. Vintage to me pen is the Montblanc Boheme. Maybe not long ago enough to truly qualify as vintage, but not made anymore, sadly. Great size build and designs and just a cool twist-up nib from Factor. Form factor, I want to collect them all. Yeah, it's a pretty cool pen. We had one in here not too not long too ago. Not too long ago. Yeah. Um, Abdiel Acosta says, one of my f all-time favorite vintage pens is the Wall Eversharp Doric with the, adjust with the adjustable nib. Those are cool. Yeah. But here's my question. Do you adjust it? Or do you <laughs> yeah. get it where you want yeah. it yeah. and then leave it? Yeah, and you have to be careful on those adjustable nibs too because if you, if you adjust them... If, uh, Too often. They, they can actually break. That yeah. tab can break on those. So. Tom Morley says, I love the old Schaefer Legacies with the inlaid nib. Before that, I love the Parker 51s. There are some wonderful Watermans, though, and some other wonderful Schaefers. Uh, Tom, I'm with you on the Legacies. Uh, I actually have a small uh, Legacy, Legacy 2, Legacy Heritage collection. Um, I do, do love those. I've loved I know those you for do. a long time. So. Glenn Kelly says, mine would be the dark blue 51 that my grandson bought for me in an antique store. Very cool. You raised him right. It has been inked ever since I got it. Okay. Marilyn Darling says, my favorite vintage pen is the Waterman 12 POC eyedropper with the Boinga Boinga nib. I'm thinking that's a bouncy nib. <laughs> that's a bounce. Such nice. a nice pen. Yeah, Good. Waterman 12. Very nice. POC says uh, threaded cap, right? Elizabeth Moulton says, my 1945... Parker 51. I used it and recently broke it. Oh, no. Uh, I need to see if it can be fixed. If it can, I'll still use it constantly. I just can't keep them in a box. They were meant to be used. Should be, uh, if you haven't already contacted us, we can probably we can probably help with that. Um, parts for 51s are readily available. So. And the winner is Andrew Wells, whose comment was, you will have to post some pictures of your cats. <laughs> <laughs> We don't choose the winners. Our, so. our, our, our mighty, our mighty mice hunters. <laughs> oh uh, congratulations, God. Andrew. Write to Eric at AndersonPens.com. He'll take care of getting uh, uh, credit on your Anderson Pens account. We have a new contest. How many pens do you think Brian will buy at the Ohio Who show? Who comes up with these questions? Not Is us, it Lindsay? clearly. Lindsay doing this? Or Eric. Um, I bet it's Justin. I do, you know, and uh, so uh, he, he, I think here's how we're going to do this. Uh, put your put your put your uh, answer in the comments. Um, and if, you're allowed if, to do a range. If well, no, one no. to twenty-five, twenty-five to fifty. If, 50 if there's an exact, if there's an exact match, and there's only one person who gets the exact number, they'll win. If there's somebody who's really close, they'll win. If not, it'll be completely random. Okay. So you can't do a range. You got you got to pick a number. When you, when you go when you go to the when you go to the store and they got the jelly beans in the jar and they say how many jelly beans to win the prize you can't just say fifty to hundred. Shouldn't it be like the prices right? The closest one who doesn't yeah, go over. Yeah, the closest one who doesn't go over. But if there's if there's multiples, then we'll. I mean, it's going to be a lot be, of rules this week. <clears throat> how many um, pens do you think I'm going to buy? 
And just to give you an idea, I have bought... It's going to be between not enough and too many. It's going to be too many, for, I'm sure, <laughs> when I come back. Ooh, we made um, Justin laugh. I typically, and, and just to give you an idea, I typically will bring uh, anywhere between... Um, I usually bring at least one 96 pen case and a 48, and sometimes I bring two 96s and a 48. And sometimes you bring extra trays in a box just in yeah, case. Yeah, so... Um, the well, last, last, last couple shows have ranged anywhere between... Uh, 100 and 150 pens. Okay. So. But you never know who's going to be there. You never know. I've had I've had exceptional luck the last four four shows. Never know <clears> how <throat> much money I let you leave with. Yes. So anyway, uh, let us know in the comment section. Uh, one commenter will be chosen to win 50, uh, 50, 20 dollar credit on his or her Anderson. Twenty dollar credit. Um, we have anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. Okay. Is there anything I need to know? No, I'm I'm on my way. You're just looking at a hologram right now. I'm almost. I miss you already. I know you do. So the cats and I will have the house to ourselves for a couple days. Great. And the Corvette is in the garage. Well, it's going to be because there's snow outside. You won't. She won't drive it anyway. So. No, I don't. I don't want to drive she's it. One. She's never driven it in all these years we've had it. No. Nope. Never. Never once sat behind the wheel. I sat behind the wheel. I wasn't there. Car was not on. Oh, okay. All right. So, anyway, anyway. Um, have a blast. Thank have you. fun. I will Make check good in. choices. Make good choices, yes. <laughs> don't, don't drink in bed. And if any of you see Brian at the show, um, check his pulse once in a while. Make sure he's still, you know, not overwhelmed or not over... Um, Some, sometimes, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like... Sometimes, carrying too much. Sometimes I don't stop. I just go yeah, all day. I yeah, yeah. Make sure that so. he's he's hydrated and um, mm. is not carrying too much. And, usually pretty and, good. You know, I do I do carry a backpack. Overloaded because I do, is the word I'm looking for. I do for. usually buy. It's it's not uncommon to buy pens by the bag. So yeah. Anyway, uh, cool. I'll be I'll be at the auction Thursday night. Uh, so if you're going to be in town and you want to hang out, uh, stop by and say hi. I think that's it. I'll be here working very hard. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next week for more talk about pens, ink, paper, and pen show recap. There you go. Uh, you can t uh, check us out on social media as Anderson Pens. And please like this video, give us a thumbs up, and subscribe to our channel. We'll see you next time. Bye.